Valentine Kitoho. The word in season today is the balance between loving God and money. We've been doing a self-reflection on questions on money, on wealth. We talked about how can I create wealth and avoid making it an idol. Today, we're going to look at how can I strike balance between loving God and money. And is it Christian to say, I want to make lots of money? Our anchor scripture is 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17. In all these lessons about the word in season, it says that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Hebrews 4.12 also tells us, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged word. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So let us spend time now in looking at this question, how can I strike balance between loving God and money? Let us hear how the Bible will teach us what is true about this subject, how the Bible, the Bible will correct us, and how, and let us allow the Lord to judge our thoughts and attitudes of the heart and teach us to do what is right. Luke 16, 13 to 14 tells us, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. The Pharisees who loved money had all this and were sneering at Jesus. He said to them, You are the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others, but God knows your hearts. What people value highly is detestable in God's sight. It is very clear from this scripture that we cannot strike a balance between loving God and money because our interests will be divided. You can make money your master or your servant. It's a choice. This is a choice actually between God and the world. The rich young man walked away when he was told to sell all he has and give to the poor and follow Jesus. This is an example of how you can lose Christ when you're trying to balance God and money. That is why he gave us this warning. In Matthew 19, 16 to 30 and verses 21 to 22, we read about this young man. And we read verse 21 to 22, which is a critical part that shows how sad that decision can be. Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you have treasure in heaven, then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away very sad because he had great wealth. So there is no balance. There is no balance. 
Remember what we said yesterday, that all the wealth that we have, everything that we have actually belongs to God. We are just stewards of it. So if, if we want to follow Christ, we have to follow him with all that he has given us, every single ability that he has given us. And we cannot therefore, therefore balance between God and money. We look at Zacchaeus, who was different in the way he treated money. Remember, Zacchaeus was the tax collector and he gave all he had stolen, uh, plus more, and chose to follow Jesus in Luke 19, 1 to 10. And I will read part of it uh, from verse 5 so that you can understand how important our choices are. When Jesus reached the spot in verse 5, he looked up and said to Zacchaeus, come down quick immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. In verse 7, all the people saw this and began to mutter, he is going to be the guest of a sinner. The guest of a sinner. Verse 8, but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. And Jesus said to him in verse 9, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Look at the differences between Zacchaeus and the rich young man. The rich young man was perfect. He was following the laws. He was perfect. He was doing that which was right. But there's one thing he could not do away with was wealth. His wealth. Yet Zacchaeus was a sinner. He was on the other side. And yet he offered. He was not even asked. He offered. He knew that he was a sinner. And he offered to give away his wealth. Hold your wealth loosely. There's no balance between God and money. In Matthew 6, 19 to 21, and also verse 24, here we read about where is your treasure? 19. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where the thieves do not break in and steal. Verse 21. Very key. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Again, Jesus repeats. For if where your treasure is, if your treasure is in God, then your heart will be in God. If your treasure is in money, then your heart will be in money. So you cannot serve God and money. You cannot balance between loving God and money. It is not possible. First Timothy 6, 6 to 10 tells us more about this. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. So my question is, is it the love of money that is making you want to try and balance between God and money? 
Check your heart. Remember, let this word judge your thoughts. Judge your attitude and find out exactly what is it. Do you love God more than money or do you love money more than God? Remember verse 9, very, very key. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Money can also move you away from your calling, the why in your life. King Saul lost his kingship because of money, because he wanted to hold back some money, some spoils from a war. And he tried to pretend that it is God. It was a sacrifice and for God. And he was told, no, obedience to God is better than sacrifice. We know about Ananias and Sapphira. They lost their lives because they wanted to be seen by people. That they are good givers. They are charitable. And yet they held back their wealth. And they were asked by Paul, did you bring everything here? And they said, yes, we did, which was a lie. They held back. It is not about appearances. It is not about appearances. God knows our hearts. It's about eternal life. Matthew 13, to 23 tells us more about this. It's a parable that Jesus gave about the word and how when the word is preached to us, that it depends on where it falls. Some of it will fall in good soil and it will remain. But look at what verse 22 says. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth chokes the word, making it unfruitful. That is how bad money can be. It is deceitful. It will choke the word. That's why we cannot have a balance. We either love God or we either love money make that choice. In 1 John as well, chapter 2, verse 15 to 17, we read about the love of the world. Do not love the world or anything in the world. That is the wealth. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires will pass away, but whoever who does the will of the Father of God lives forever. Make a choice. There is no balance. There is no balance. There is no balance. There is no balance. Forget about having a balance of loving God and money. You cannot strike a balance. Luke 10, verse 25, as I finish says, on one occasion, an expert of the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Verse 26, what is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly. Jesus said, do this and you will live. So do this and you will live. Love God and not money and you will live. It says love the Lord with all your heart. You cannot serve God and money. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that your word judges our thoughts and our attitudes.
Forgive us for the times when we've loved money more than you. And now we are looking at you for wisdom on how to balance the love of God and money. But you've told us it is not so. Deliver us from this sin. Forgive us and remind us that it all belongs to you. That everything in this world is subject to you, including myself. So have mercy upon us and deliver us from these thoughts and help us love you and serve you. Indeed, as you tell us in your word, may we seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness and then all these other things shall be added unto us. And that includes money. Matthew 6.33. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.